and when everybody, everybody's well, <clears throat> happy Friday for those that are here live. <clears throat> happy whatever day of the week it is for you, and thanks so much for joining us. We've been delving into these concepts of trying to figure out what's really behind not only our words, but our thoughts. We've been trying to gingerly walk around the room of not enough. It's a hard room to walk around. It's a hard, it's a hard thing. For some people, they touch it and they run from it. And the reason why we sometimes run from the feeling of I'm not enough is because we're scared. We're scared to like grapple with not being enough. Some people grew up in homes where they were reminded that they weren't enough all the time. We have one of our, I don't want to say listeners here because you guys aren't listeners. You guys are family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what to call someone who's with, with us on the boost every day. One of our boosters who said to me, who emailed me once and shared some of the rhetoric that she endured from her own mother. My heart broke for her. Some people grew up in a world where they're just never enough. And people around them somehow think that it's motivating them. There's like a way of thought. You know what I'm talking about? There's like a way that I guessed used to motivate people. I don't know. Maybe like in, you know, a couple of generations ago when you told the student you were dumb, the student's like, what? You think I'm dumb? Okay, I'm in. I'm going to really work hard. Like maybe that happened. I don't know. Like maybe mm -hmm. like when, I, I don't know. But like, you know, maybe that happened. A wonderful woman emailed me recently. It's hard for he to even come close to her own family because of her education. Her principle just destroyed her and her relationship to her religion. I'm sure she, this principle destroyed lots of people. All in the name of God, of course. Yeah, you can destroy people in the name of God. That's okay. So we grew up in a world where I can guarantee you, when you were three, you thought you were enough. When you were two, you thought you were enough. There's no kindergarten kids with a complex. Go to any kindergarten in the world. They're not like, well, maybe by three already. No. Well, kindergarten's like five, right? Pre-1A or like pre-K or whatever. I don't know whatever the, the, the grades are, we're like, they, they don't know what's not, whatever the pre-first grades are. You're not going to walk into like a room because like, I, I'd love to play toys, but like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through that Lego set. Like, I don't know. Along the way, people tell us that we're not enough and that sticks. So if we're going to go into the room of I'm not enough, that's really hard. But we got to go in that room. We got to go in that room because, because only when you're in that room do you realize that the problem of I'm not enough is I. 
it's like as if I'm defining me by what others think of me. It's the I that's the problem. It's the I that I have defined as being my profession or being my as a parent. It's the I of being the leader of X. And by this happens in, on the negative, on the positive too, by the way. You grow up in an environment where people expect a lot of you. People have high hopes they put in you. Some people grow up in worlds where their, their parents are expecting a lot from them. And they have no choice but to demand it of themselves. I want to dedicate to today's boost to Svi Yisrael ben Miriam Cyril. It's his yard site, the anniversary of his passing. And say thank you to um, his children, to Steve and to Jennifer Krantz, close friends of the boost, close friends of mine. May his neshama have an aliyah. May his soul be his soul be elevated. But this idea of we're all working in an area, and that area builds up me, the I. Whether it comes from the negative, I'm not enough, and as, as and so I'm trying to become enough, or it works in the overly positive. Someone expects a lot of me. And so I'm trying to live up to that expectation. I see somebody else and I want their success. And then I measure myself based on their success. This happens a lot in the financial world. It happens a lot, even by the way, in the nonprofit world. Somebody achieves a certain level of success in the nonprofit world. And then when they achieve a level of success, they have visibility to other nonprofits doing more work. So they just benchmark their success to the other nonprofits. And this seems like really healthy, right? Doesn't it? Doesn't it seem healthy to have ambition? You want me not to have to be ambitious? I. We have to change the world. We are the greatest nonprofit in the world. Our service is the greatest, or our style of religion is the style of religion. Anyone feel this way? Someone too religious is an extremist. Someone less religious isn't stepping up. Anyone live in a country? where they look over to half the people in their country as if, as they're extremists and the other half is people as they're just not involved. Anyone live in a family like this? I. It's the world of I. In the world of I, I process everything through how it fits in and how it makes me feel. And I want to always be winning and I want to be enough. And so if I fail, as the rabbi taught me, he literally made me write it down. I kid you not. I'm not, I'm not playing. I really wrote notes yesterday from him. He's like, write this down. As I fail, I feel bad about myself. 
Do you know why failure feels bad? Like, why does failure feel bad for? Do you ever, you ever wonder that? Like, if I go to the gym and I fail my muscles, and now I'm in the, the, the locker room and I'm showering, and I feel sore, I don't feel bad. If I play sports and I'm, or I run, at the end of it, I can't, I can't walk. I'm so sore. I don't feel bad. But when I try and have something out and it doesn't go, God forbid, when I say something that someone doesn't like, when I tried to do something and failed, when somebody else achieved success and I didn't, I feel bad about myself. Why? Why does failure feel bad? Because we're trying to find the I. And I'm defining myself based on my actions. And I'm defining myself based on my acceptance of others. And I'm defining myself based on what people think of me. And I'm defining myself based on how far I'm in my career. And I'm defining myself based on where am I on the treadmill of life. I'm not defining myself by how hard I work on myself. I'm not defining myself based on if did I do my best in this environment. My focus is on myself. When my focus is on myself, I want to win. I want to feel good. And when I don't feel good because I lost, it feels bad. So I don't want to do it again. Or I want to, when I look at somebody else, I got to figure out why they're winning. Oh, it's because they had extra help. Oh, they're not so great. They look great. They're not so great. Oh, really? Look at that hypocrite. Why do I do that for? Because I got to make myself feel good. And because I failed, or I'm going to anticipate failure, or I feel bad about myself, or I'm not enough, I don't like that. It doesn't feel good. Ah, when I bring someone else down, at least they're not really winning. All of this is focus. Focus is I. And when the focus is I, here's the secret. You're never going to be enough. Just how life works. We're never enough. It's not how the world operates because wherever you go, there's someone with more. And whatever you've done, it's not going to be perfect because you're human and someone else does something that looks perfect because you're not in their head. And whatever you do, you could have done it more or better. So the idea of being enough, that whole exercise is an exercise in failure. Or I should say better, an exercise in futility. So what do you do? So here's the trick. Whenever you feel down about yourself, you need to understand that is a, what I would call a false feeling your soul, which means you come from a source that is enough. That means your essence is connected to the divine and the divine is more than anything you've ever experienced in your whole life. Who we are at our core is more than we can ever anticipate. Remember, you never have to be anything. You already are everything. You have to reveal it to the physical world. But the electricity that's inside you is bigger 
and deeper and more powerful than anything on the outside because on the outside is just a manifestation of it. The molecules in the air is greater, if you will, than that which gets congealed into the ice cube because the ice cube is just a congealment of something much larger than itself. The body, the actions, the speech is the congealment of you, which is so much greater than that which you bring into the world. So who you are is always going to be greater than what you do. You'll never feel like you're enough because you're not enough because this world will never allow you to manifest your true essence. So the whole exercise of feeling like you're enough will never ever happen because whatever you do in this world, it won't, it won't be enough. <clears throat> it won't possibly capture you. So what do you do in the few minutes we have left? Stop, stop looking for it. When you feel bad about yourself because you failed, remind yourself that that's not real. That's not your true essence. Your true essence isn't expecting to feel like enough. Your true essence doesn't go under a, doesn't start running and go, is my body enough? Are my muscles enough? You know how, why you're able to work out or run or play sports? Because you know what your body focuses on? The task at hand. You know you're enough. And you know if you're not enough, you'll get stronger. When you're involved in something you know what you lose your sense of self it's not about whether you're enough it's about whether or not what you're doing to the thing that's in front of you gets the fullest sense of you you're attaching yourself to that mile to that ball i'm still reading that actually i just finished a book the closer for my good friends andy and ken and rob Mariano Rivera was one of the greatest closers. You know why? Because he never focused on himself. Just the ball, just the glove. If you can almost imagine, he loses himself. He's not on the mound going, I hope I look good. He's not even saying, I hope I fail. I hope I don't fail. You know what he's saying? Glove. Glove. This, the way out of I'm not enough is, yeah, I'm not enough. That's okay. I'm not supposed to be enough. In fact, if I feel like I'm enough, I don't even know me. I'm a soul connected to the divine. If I feel like this body, if I feel like that degree, if I feel like that pat on the back that I got, if I feel like the size of my home, if I feel like the thank you, mom, then I'm a great mom. If I feel like I got something that some, if that makes me feel enough, that's how I am. That's it. That's my aspirations in life. 
to win in some physical race that someone made up because in my little micro society, that's what this is about. That's why I've been placed on this earth to accumulate stuff and compare it to other people to make myself feel good. That's it. That's the extent of my life. The minute you think that you're going to find enough, that's the minute we don't know who we are. Because me and you are beyond even our own imaginations. And you know it because in your life, you're doing things that you didn't expect to ever be doing 20 years ago. You don't know what tomorrow brings. You don't know what kind of strength you have. You're a piece of God. You know what that means? It means you'll never feel like you're enough. And that's good. You shouldn't. Not because you're less, but because you're more. When you feel like you're down because you failed, I'm not a good enough dad, mom, brother, sister, I'm not winning. That feeling, that's not coming from your true essence. Just realize that. When you wake up in the morning, God forbid, and you feel like you, you, you don't feel good, that's not your true essence. Your true essence is health. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I get mad at somebody. Passive aggressiveness, negative thoughts. If I have a negative thoughts on somebody else, that's not because I'm right. It's because I'm trying to become enough on their expense. When I look at another Jew or non-Jew or whatever religion you are, who cares? I'm just saying it because I'm Jewish. When I look at some other Jew and say, I'm more, I'm less, I'm this, I'm that, and I get in that way of thinking, I'm expecting to feel like I'm, by putting someone else down, that's going to help me. That's like the virus in my, my thinking. My focus is off. You know where my focus needs to be? As the rabbi told me? Entirely on the task at hand. I am enough, not enough, I this enough, I'm not enough. You know what you do? Stick it in the door. What's right in front of me? What can I do to make whatever's this second in front of me the greatest second in the world? Who I was, who I will be. Come on. It's not about the I. It's about the task. Because I don't know who I am. And I'll, I may never fully know who I am. And that's okay. I know that I've got something to do right now. Let me do it. When we take our attention and we focus it on what's in front of us and we get lost in there, we close the door to I and not enough and what they told us is a little and what, and what we're expecting of us and winning and beating. And we just say, where am I right now? And what is the best thing to do right now? What's right? And if I can do what's right now, it's the most I can expect for myself. And sometimes what's right is to work harder than ever to go get more people in my nonprofit. That's okay. Because it's right. Not because it's going to make me feel like enough. All right, we'll continue this. All right. This is a special weekend. I'm going to talk about it for those who get timeless lessons. The weekend of renewal.
This is the time throughout the whole year that we can stop and renew ourselves to focus on what's in front of me just to be the best that I can be in the next moment, just to do what's right in the next few minutes. If we just did that every day, what's right in the next few minutes, enough to be greater than we can ever expect. All right, everybody. Have an amazing weekend. Good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for being with us. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you next week.